Welcome back to Athletic Contention. Uh, my name is Jerry White. With me, I have Daniel E. And, and James, James Easler. James Easler, back for the second time. Follow me at Cold Souls on Instagram. For oh. the second time. <laughs> yeah. I like, to, I like the late night voice <laughs> you do on it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Instagram and Facebook. Follow me. Help me grow my small black business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hashtag black business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's how you do it. It's like, it's like blow up right there. All right. No, this is a really good site. He sells really good shoes. You should go check him out. She's dope. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about the pursuit for more. Uh, and with this topic, it's more just uh, what what does it take for a person to finally go for for what they want you know everybody always says they want more they want more money they want more access they want a bigger house uh the ability to be uh more in shape anything like that right that's just a goal there but what is it going to take for someone to actually achieve that goal just a full shift in their in their entire i mean th this pretty much goes without saying but it, it's like um a full shift in their mentality is like when they look at themselves in a the mirror every day and they're all like, they ask themselves the question, why aren't I in shape? Why don't I look this good? Why can't I be this? Why can't I be that? But instead they should be asking, how mm. can I get into getting into shape? How can I be more financially stable? How can I afford this? Mm -hmm. Maybe I want a Lambo. How can I get that Lambo? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just a good idea because that's the, that, that that's the source of the goal, right? Yep. Or like, well, the why, but then how? Like, because obviously you can have a plan, but sorry, you can have a goal, but without a plan, you'll never reach it. Right. 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 So like you said, like, oh, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds. Okay. What are you going to do? You can't just wake up and just watch TV. That's not how this works. You know? Okay. Are you going to change your diet? Are you going to start exercising? Are you, you don't know, what, what are you going to do? Because I know some people in that respect, they would say, oh, I want to lose weight and everything, but when they, you know, when their pants fit a little tighter, they just buy bigger pants. Mm -hmm. See, I purposely stopped buying bigger pants, you know. Mm. I just got to the point where if I'm to the point that I'm where I'm gaining weight and then my pants start feeling tight, mm -hmm. then I just, then I'm just stuck with tight pants. And it's going to, it's going to, uh, it's going to make me have to like start to lose the weight, you know. It sucks because I look like, you know, I got spandex on for a little bit. But at the same time, if I keep giving myself, if I keep moving it, Right, a lot, or you know, allowing myself uh, more room to fail, then I'm just going to keep doing it. You know, that's at least for me. I'm not saying this for everyone, but that's just for me in that regard of um, uh, losing weight. You know, because the funny thing is, I was talking to a friend the other day about uh, shortcomings in our lives. Like, I'm not going to talk about like you know what they were talking about or anything, but just me. And I was like, I always have an issue with money. That's always my thing, right? And it wasn't until recently, like within this past year or so, that I started being upfront about this with like close friends and stuff. And to the idea, just like, okay, what can I do to stop being in this position? Because Denny and I had a conversation before, and this is probably another topic, but I've, for, for the majority of my life, I've always just been in survival mode. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've been able to work hard, I'm smart, I've been able to move up in the chains. But I'm but I'm constantly in survival mode because I have I don't have the best spending habits. You know, when I was married, I had great spending habits because I was like, I'm just not gonna spend any money because, you know, I gave all the money to her. But being by myself, even though I know that I need to calm down, 
I tend to just do it. Even So the more money I make, the more I tend to just be like, oh, I can afford this. I can afford this. And I think it's not until recently that I was like, okay, this isn't working. Like, I'm never going to get to the point where I want to get to if I don't stop doing this, mm. you know? And I think for me, it took just years of just realizing that I was in the same spot, making more money, but in the same spot, basically. And I wasn't getting anywhere closer to that goal that I wanted. And I was just like, okay, I'm not, I'm obviously can't do it by myself. So let me start talking to people and then see what I can do. And it's been helping me. Mm. So that was my like, okay, eye opener revelation to start moving. So I've always been the exact opposite. I did not like spending money <laughs> at all. <laughs> and um, if uh, I'm really easy to satisfy. So if I had like, if I have, uh, a good amount of clothing. I'll just keep that for a while. You know, I'm not really much of an impulse buyer. Like I can easily pass up a video game. I'm like, yeah, I'll just wait until price go down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't need this right now. You know, uh, I, I have a very like broad um, need and want mindset. And I'm like, I want this, but yeah. do I really need it. Mm. Nah, I don't need that. I can just, yeah. I just qu- quickly just pass right by. You know. Mm. Well, I mean, like with the pants situation, the money thing, it's like you have these like markers or indicators that point out to you like, oh, I'm getting a little bit too. Yeah. And I'm like spending too much because when you see the bill and you're like, oh, shit. And I see how much money I have left over for the end of the month. I'm like, so then it's like it's either like you either learn how to adapt for those situations or you succumb to like, you know, your own bad behaviors. I mean, like a good example would be like. You ever seen that show, uh, 600 pound, whatever the fuck? Yeah, my 600 pound life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you got like these guys are like who are completely obese and they just kept eating and eating and eating and eating. And they, they had it, they had like points in their life where like, oh, maybe I look a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And they're like, they just stop. And then they end up sitting on a fucking hospital bed and they're like wondering why. And they're like, yeah, it was probably that burger, you know, and that's where it started or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's like, bro, like you didn't listen to yourself. And it's like that voice in your head is kind of like telling you like, bro, like, you know, you see yourself and you're being a little bit too judgy and you're being too critical. Sometimes you're you're probably being too critical. And then sometimes that, that's like a good set to like, you know, balance yourself and see like where you're at, you know. But like if you want more, you have to like actually like put in the effort. You know, like that's the hard part, like the effort part. And that, that gets everybody, you know, no matter what it is. And it's, it's either you keep going or you just stop. And it's like, do you want to just, you know, let that shit consume you? It's up to you, but other people ain't going to stop because you stop though. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? Everyone, I think everyone knows that, right? But what does it take for that to click for you? Like, and I think that's the biggest issue because, you know, I have, I I have people that I know, you know, that uh, struggle with weight issues, you know? Um, and it's just been years and it's just like, it, it's it, like nothing's getting them to, 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 to make that change. Right. You know, you know, and in most cases, like, you know, say 600 pound life, it was always like, oh, you're going to die before your kids, you know, get out of high school type deal. And it's like, that's an eye opener for a lot of people to be like, well, I want to see my kids or, you know, I want to be around for my kids, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I think. Like going back to myself, it was the idea of now I'm in the age where I want to have a family and I want to have kids, but I've already seen people grow up with kids and struggle because they don't have the money to support them themselves and their family. And I've been lucky, blessed, you know, uh, to to get to this point, make the money that I do, 
and not have any kids, you know, I'm saying like I can't like you know, and be put in a position that I don't that I can't afford, you know, but it's like, how long am I going to keep doing this, playing this game? So now that I want that goal, my mindset is changing more. So I'm looking at these kids that don't even exist yet. You know, this family that I don't even have because the potential of being in a good spot is way, you know, is is moving me in a way to to be a better person in this regard. You know, as opposed to just hoping things are going to work out the way, you know, that I, that I want them to. I say I've been lucky a lot in my life to just be thankful. Like I came from Michigan all the way down to Miami with a hope and a dream with $300 in my pocket. And now I do pretty, pretty good. I mean, this isn't a lavish apartment, but, you know, you know, it was, it was a lot worse when I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so but I can't I don't want to keep playing the the, the, the the chance game. You know, I want to actually be comfortable and i think that was that whole thing like i don't want to be in survival mode anymore i want to just be comfortable you know I mean yeah and i think um i think to, for people to actually find that drive to pursue um what, what was it the pursuit of uh, more just anything pursuit of more yeah. um i guess in the in our context it's like <clears throat> um, I feel like people just get a little bit too comfortable from where they where they're at right now. Like they just need some sort of like big lesson or something just needs to happen to drive them, mm-hmm. aka like a, a doctor saying like, "Hey, like you you're growing fat within like one of your one of your lungs or something. The only way, and if you don't cure this or whatever, you're gonna die in like two years or something. I don't know. And uh, that's like a wake up call. Like, hey, I'm, I need to get inside a gym. I need to do something or maybe something as small as oh yeah my boyfriend broke up with me so now i'm gonna oh he broke up with me because of uh, of my weight so now yeah. i'm gonna start you know going to the gym or whatever so yeah it's it's just like you some for most people uh there needs to be like a wake, wake up call other people it's like they just wake up one day be like hey i want more like for me i didn't i never really had a wake up call man like i started being um a lot more, uh, I guess, more. I started to have more of an entrepreneurial mindset just randomly one day in, mm-hmm. in like 2020. Because I started, uh, I'm like, so I'm pretty good right now. And I have a pretty good savings or whatever. You know, I'm pretty yeah. good with money. Um, I never really knew how to invest. I'm like, you know what? I want to learn how to invest. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I have this literally a small computer in my hands. Monsters do some research, man. Look up like Bitcoin stuff and and how to invest in the stock market. Like something just woke up inside of me, like the entrepreneur inside of me, the hustler in me was like, yo, like, let's do it, man. Like mm-hmm. you're single. You don't have any kids right now, man. So let's try to figure out ways to make more money. Mm-hmm. So so that's just my experience. I never really had like a, a negative wake up call or anything like that. It was just like a wake up one day like, hey. James wants to make more fucking money, man. Like, what's up? Yeah, like, how, now how are we going to do it? Like you yeah. said, you know. Well, maybe it, it comes down to, like, those three paths where, like, you have the survival, mm-hmm. the extremist side, you have the comfortability, and then the, the neutral side, which is, like, how you wake up. So then one of those three paths kind of, like, aligns. and like, okay, if I'm too comfortable, then I'm going to see that. But if I'm in survival, then it's going to be, like, hard to switch to comfortable. Yeah. So it's, like, always that, like, you're never going to like, not say never, but it's hard to switch to one or the other. When you're like that neutral, like, okay, not survival, but not too comfortable. That's like the sweet spot. But like the other two sides where you're too comfortable, but you're like, you want, you need, you get forced to go into survival. It's like, it bothers you, but like, you're always in survival. 
Yeah. Or, and yeah. You're, you're like, you don't even recognize what time, what time is comfortable. So yeah. it's like, you're, you're like that switch is just, it's always on. So that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I'm not saying there isn't a way to learn that. It's just, it's kind of like you have to unlearn the behavior of knowing when it's not danger zone, you know, like you're not like in those situations where you were before, mm. but it's like recognizing that it, recognizing that it's very hard to distinguish it from your person for like personal experience to others, like compared to like, Oh, now I could be comfortable. Yeah. And I think at least with me, and I think you're totally right. Like it, I've been doing this so long and I've, it's hard for me to know, like this is the most comfortable I've been, right? you know? And that's just me like not constantly like, Oh my God, how am I going to pay all these bills? You know, because you know, I, I, I make enough money now that I can pay all the bills you know, without worrying about it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pay all my bills and have like a hundred dollars left in my account anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm past that point in my life. But there, I think for me, there's a there's a sense of fear. I don't know if everybody else that works that way, but for me, there's a sense of fear. Like cause when I grew up, you know, I came from a place where like nobody was a was 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 a thousandaire. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't remember people buying like nice cars or all this stuff. Like everybody was constantly helping each other and just like would it seem like now that I look back on it, it seemed like we were barely surviving, you know, but we, but that was the thing. That was our mindset. That was comfortable for us. Surprisingly enough to be in that situation, like eating ramen noodles every night, you know, eating <laughs> chicken breast and spaghetti almost for every dinner, you know, because it was cheap. But for us, that's what we knew was comfortable. And then it wasn't until, you know, I got older in high school and I, and I just really looked at the world and I was just like, I don't want you know to just be here. I, I, well, the reason I left to the military is because I didn't have any other options. You know, it was like if if I stay here, I'm going to work this dead end job. You know, I was working at Burger King a job, and I said Burger King's a bad job, but you know, I I didn't want to be like 40 at Burger King. You know, and then I also didn't want to be on the block. That wasn't my thing, mm-hmm. right? And I definitely didn't want to work in a factory. So I was like, oh well, and I wasn't going to college because I didn't make good enough grades and I didn't have the money for it. So. I was just like, okay, I guess I'll go to the military. But when I went to the military, it opened up my eyes and it changed my perspective of what 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 comfortable should be, you know? Because now it wasn't, okay, everybody's kind of struggling buying gas station shoes. This is fine. No, it was like and it, it was like even just the aspect of eating differently, it was like, yo, these are like fresh vegetables. You know what I mean? And and it sounds crazy to say that, but you know, you don't think about when you're in those times when everything is frozen, like everything you eat is frozen or, or canned. And it's like, that shouldn't be the way it is. And I just told myself, I don't want to be there. You know, I don't want my kids to have to struggle and have to worry about what the next meal is. I don't want to, you know, all my kids to, to, to wear, and I, I don't want them in like Jordans all the time, but if I want to buy them something, I want to be able to buy them something and, and not have to worry about like, Oh, well, I gotta take it out of this pot. I gotta take it out of this pot, you know? And I just, I just remember my mom, like kind of struggling because she was like raising three kids by herself and it's not saying she was a bad woman it's just like i don't want that for myself and i've been thankful enough to get to this point where i didn't get in any of those situations i made mistakes but i was also always able to bounce back but the fear of getting back to that life drives me to not go back to that mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah i could definitely relate to that as well mm-hmm. yeah with uh um about the mother situation too at least when my mom and my father divorced um uh, as a kid i was living with my grandmother for a while <clears throat> because when we went back to alabama of course we didn't have any place to live because my mom and my dad had literally been married for like 12 years 
Mm-hmm. And this is back when I was like six years old. I moved back to Bama. And then when my mom finally got her her first place, um, man, my mom was on a struggle bus, man. Like this this place was not it. They had those like rats in the place and all that stuff, man. And my mom was still dating, looking for a man to raise her kids or whatever, man, and stuff. So yeah, I could definitely relate to that stuff, man. And that kind of like drew something in me. Like drove something in me. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, there's no way in hell I'm 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 you know. I'm a, I can do this again with my future family, you know, when I do have one. I don't want that. I'm not going back to that. Nope. I'm good, man. I'm going to have my little standard apartment someplace in Virginia one day or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I ain't going to no hood, no nothing. Yeah, I ain't no, <laughs> no, no rats in the house, none of that <laughs> no more, shit, man. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I feel the same way when it comes to, like, my body, though. Like, when I see yeah. my dad, I see my dad, I see he's, like, a big dude. Mm-hmm. And I see him, like, how he's struggling. I see how, like, my parents, they struggle with their, their you know, physical body now and they're older. I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want yeah. that. I don't want to deal with that kind of mentality or body or anything like that. So that's where I started going to the gym. Like, 90% of the time, me and my brother go to the gym is because we don't want to see that. And obviously, we want to help people along the way. But it's just, like... It's usually that was a motivator for me. It was like, oh, you know, shit, I, I see that and I don't I don't want to deal with it. Like, it's just being old and just not taking care of yourself, taking care of yourself now instead of waiting until that, you're that age. When I see people in that age now to start working out, then they're like, fuck, I wish I was doing this 20 years ago. And you're like, I, now I know how hard it is. Yeah. Because you're later on in your life, you're going to be like sitting down on the toilet. You're like, it hurts to get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah that's, uh, that's my whole reason for going to college and working out. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, well, for college, it's like, uh, I'm doing this now in my 20s, so I won't be like my uncles or everybody part of my family who warned me like, hey, do it right now so you won't be like me and not have no degrees when you're like 40 or 50 years old. So go ahead and get that degree. I know it's a pain in the butt, but hey, it's going to work out in the end. And um, I I think it's very important to stay healthy and to work out because uh, my father, he... um, He's very traditional conservative man, mm-hmm. and he's all about uh, family and make sure you protect your wife and kids and all that stuff. And that comes with being a big ass motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> or something. Your so dad's a big dude. Like, he's yeah. a pretty big yeah. dude, a big guy. He's like six foot uh, wide, like arms bigger than my freaking head. <laughs> but um, just seeing that growing up, at least well, my, when my parents divorced, my mom moved to Alabama. I only saw my dad in the summertime. Mm-hmm. So um, I did, you know, sort of still kind of grew up with it. I, I got from his influence a little bit. And uh, he taught me the importance of staying healthy and and uh, how to work out and how to get big and gave me a purpose and a reason why I should mm. do it, you know, mm. so I can look good. Because my dad is 50 years old right now. This man, he still looks good as hell. I'm not going to lie. Hey, he took care of himself. Yeah, he just took care of himself, man. So yeah. Yeah, that's just how it is. You know, you know, I find it interesting that we talked about these two topics uh, because lately, I you know, like one thing I watched was like uh, health, right? That was like a big thing. When I was in the military, you know, obviously health was a big thing. Mm-hmm. And as I got, as I was able to make more money, I started realizing like why richer people have better health because they have more access to resources, right. you know, and now that I make what I'm going to make now, I actually uh, did like a microbiome. I think mean, I talked to you before we did a, I did a microbiome test, like about my gut health and everything. Cause you know, and you know, my shoulders are messed up. So I've been like trying to go to physical therapy, you know, chiropractor, like on massages. I've been worried about my mental health. Cause like the things you said, like, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to do it so late that it doesn't really help anymore you know what i mean like i want to be rolling into my 50s 60s 70s and feeling good 
you know, I think about my great grandfather. He was 96, 7, 8 when he died. But this man was still able to stand up by himself, make food, you know, because he took care of himself. You know, maybe it was just he had a strong uh, faith in God. But, you know, you know, whatever the case may be, he Damn. still got there, you know. And it's like the the more I see people in life with less, less access, I realize that people are just getting by. And just by getting by, they're hurting themselves. You know, but it's one of those things like I've talked to people before. I even t- I remember one time when I was in the military, and I'm not going to say which family members it was, but yeah. I was talking to a little cousin and he was like, you know, well, well, what should I do? And I was like, look, man, I'm not the best with money, but I think you should get a savings account. This is your first job. You know, you need to put that money in the bank. You know, it's not going to give you the most interest, but it'll give you something. And I remember his brother was like, don't don't put your money in the bank. Put your money in the mattress, under the mattress. And I was like, what kind that's of stupidness the, is this? That's nation. Exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fool. Put your mattress at ACM. I know. That's what like, I told him. Because his whole point was like, you know, if, if what, what if the banks, you know, what if the money goes bad and your money in the bank don't mean nothing? And I was like, you know, your money in your mattress don't mean nothing. That's how it works. Thank you for telling where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Like, now you just got a whole bunch of paper under your bed. Yeah. You know? But it was that, it was that idea just... And me and my brother, Corey, was talking about it the other day. It's like, we've talked to so many of our niece, of our niece and nephews, our little cousins. And it's not that they're they're bad people. It's like, what happens is you get, like you said, comfortable. You get used to that environment that you're in. And for some reason, you don't, you don't push for anything else. Like, you think, oh, you know, despising the ops is the hardest thing you can do. I don't care about ops. I don't care. Like, long as you leave me alone, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't have to I'm not to make songs about you, only middle fingers to you. I don't want 13 baby mamas. You know, I don't want any of this like all this stuff is negative stuff. Like I don't understand how you don't see this now. You know, and for me, like you say, how your dad was such a great example. I tried to do that to them. Like I left where I'm at so you could say, hey, you can leave. You don't have to be here. You can go. You know, you can you can make something. So you can go to college. I have two degrees. You know what I'm saying? I may get money. You can get the 30 without having kids if you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? You don't, and I'm not saying that's the worst thing, you know, to have kids before, but I'm saying you could do it. You know, uh, you, you can stay in good health. You can have a great relationship with people. You can be the nice person. It's just all these things. Like, but I don't, it's like nothing I say to a lot of people or show them shows them like like clicks makes it click that they can do more than what they're doing. And it annoys me. Actually, uh, one really important lesson i've learned of being a sergeant in the army Mm. is you cannot make someone care about themselves as much as you care about them and that's real and i'm like yeah i that's a hard lesson that i had to accept because um after having soldiers and wanting to help them and me trying to put them on game financially um mentally and all that stuff man i i can't you you can well I guess you can entice some sort of motivation in some sort of way but mm. you know that's up to them yeah. like at the end of the day it's up to them to look up the research and go to the gym every day have the motivation and consistency to do it and, and up to them to find the importance of the why they're doing it in the first place yes yeah, really mm-hmm. so I mean, yeah, it, man, it sucks. <laughs> no, but I was going to say, it's like, yeah, that's good. I mean, like, usually you would be creating the inspiration, but then they have to follow through with the discipline. Exactly. Because if yeah. not, it's kind of like, what's the point? What's I can't point, hold your man. hand all the way. Exactly. You got to eventually do the hard work. I mean, but you were talking about 13 baby moments. I was like, bro, that's that's, Yo, that's, yeah, ter- that. that's terrifying. That's terrifying. It's terrifying. It, it happens. I was <laughs> actually looking up, like, one of these people, like, um, uh, I think he's a rapper, uh, DMX. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That guy had like 16 kids. No, he had 16 kids, but I don't think he had that many baby mamas. No, but like... Shotty Lowe had a bunch of baby mamas. But that, that, that's oh, the thing. Yeah. He had like a lot of money, bro. He had yeah. so much money, but no one... I guess this guy, no one, no one taught him how to rap it or something, bro. Like, because this guy just fucked like anything. But that's... Okay, so I used to have this thing. This doesn't apply to DMX, right? Right. But it does apply to a lot of people... Uh, in like low, you know, lower economic uh, places. Do I not believe in condoms? <laughs> no, well, yeah, like, no. So like, like, what is what is free and cures boredom? Sex. Okay. So that's what you're gonna do. You're just gonna keep having sex. Yeah, but look, look at look at the solution here. The solution was that this man had so much money owed to so many people, and the only way he could get out of it was to pretty much die. Because you don't, because even when you, that's the thing, right? Like, even when you get to that level where you're making that much money, if you still had that mentality, like, F the government, blah, 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 you're trying to take it, then yeah, you're not going to pay taxes. You see what Wesley Snipes went to jail for like seven years because of that or something like that. Uh, but that's, that's the, that's the dumb mentality that I hate. It's like, what, like, what is this opposition to, to, to try to mess over the government or like try to be this most hood, tough person when it just keep putting you backwards? It makes no sense to me, you know. Like I could be the toughest guy on the block. I don't pay taxes. I don't give them blah, blah blah. You know, I can have fun. It's like why? And like, where are you at? Bro, like, like, like you have six kids in a one bedroom apartment. Where does that get you? Yeah, I'd be knocking on the door and say fuck the government. But when the IRS knocks on your fucking door, you're gonna be crying like a bitch. Fact. That's why. <laughs> I'm gonna take everything uh-huh, first, yeah. and then you're gonna be looking like a bitch, and you're like, fuck, bro. No. Yeah. I pay my taxes every year on time. Mm, fuck no. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's just it's just their upbringing. It, it is, it is upbringing. man. It's it's ignorance, man. I, I don't know what to say, man. Because I got people that's exactly like that in Alabama too. They're all over the goddamn place, man. Like <laughs> yeah, like you can you can never get rid of it, man. It just it is what it is, you know. It's mm-hmm. crazy though because you know the funny it's not everyone though, right? Yeah. yeah, I would say it's a good. I would I would say it's a good half, right? I wouldn't say the majority, but I would say a good half because I think there's a lot of people who want to do better. Right. It's just they don't have the means or the resources to do better, you know. But sometimes their simple actions causes them to have regrets or something like that. I don't know what's going on. Y'all can probably hear it in the background of this audio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're getting hype over there. This, this is what happens when you start off and you do recordings in your, but is in your it, apartment. Is it, <laughs> but is it because they don't have the access to the resources or they don't have the will to do it? I don't even think it's will. I think it's... Actually, I do think it's will, though, as to a degree. Because I see some people that don't have access to resources, but somehow they make it happen. Because because it always goes like, how far are you willing to get it? Mm. Like, like, what are you willing to do? Like, as simple as like, when I say, like, I left my hometown. It, it might sometimes that's the hardest decision to leave like that place that you grew up in but if you want more sometimes you have to do that it's like they say like if like your five closest friends right like like if all your closest friends are doing the same thing then what do you think you're doing you know? the same shit you're probably doing same the same shit. shit so if you want more you can't stick with that pack no you got to let them go yeah or keep them at a distance hey love you guys but i'm out Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I got to do more. I've seen plenty of people do it. It's not just me. I want to say, like, I'm the, the savior of my town. It's just, like, I've seen plenty of people do it. My brothers did it. My brother, both my brothers at one point just cut a lot of people off because it wasn't it wasn't helping them anymore. My mom did it. You know, I did it. You know, I have cousins that did it because it just doesn't serve you anymore. And I think people have to start being able to get uncomfortable. Like, get uncomfortable and put yourself in situations where you can actually grow. 
if you keep being around the same people who all all they do is like yeah every weekend we just gonna drink we're gonna smoke we're gonna blah blah you do it every weekend bro bullshitting. yeah just bullshitting every weekend what are you what do you think is gonna happen next thing you know 10 15 years are gonna go by and you're gonna be like dang i didn't do anything you know i'm in the same spot and i don't want that i'm sorry no nah, man you just use outgrow people honestly it just has happened recently, man. I used to hang out with a whole bunch of guys who go out like every weekend in uh, in Miami, and I'm like, yo, like, what am I? What's the benefit of like spending all this money and giving all these bitches that don't even want my black ass <laughs> right in the first place? And I'm like, no, nah, man, this is this is done. Like, I want to make more money. I don't want to like keep on spending, spending, spending. Just liability, man. Just, yeah, man. No use to it at all. Yeah, man. That's one of the things, bro. I I could never get into that. I seen some people do that shit in clubs, and I'm like, what the fuck? I, I tell you, I mean, cause y'all, Danny is the most frugal person, but with good purpose. Mm-hmm, I yeah. love it. I, I find a way, bro. <laughs> I find a way. Like people ask me, like, yo, how do you keep getting shit for free? I'm like, the same way as you. I'm I'm acting like a female today. <laughs> oh man, like people will have to. It's just that uh, that lust for feeling important in the clubs too. Yeah. They, they have to get the VIP areas and all that stuff, man, and. They have to get those expensive bottles or whatever. I'm like, dude, like for what? Man? I don't know. Bro. I asked myself the other day. I was like, bro, why am I buying expensive clothes? Who is even? Who even care? Oh man, who even care? Man, so, yeah, I just start wearing shirts. Like, I just get these. I get these <laughs> I clothes care. on a deal, bro. I see sixty percent off. Boom, get me that shit. Boom, and people are gonna buy full price and all. If it look nice, doesn't matter when you go got to the it. club. Doesn't what you spend. I'm gonna, doing. I'm gonna pregame. Fuck that shit. I'm hey, not bro, gonna go you, there. Where'd you get your uh, shirt from? Oh, I got it from the Goodwill dog. But hey, look good. Good. So the funniest thing, right? Real quick, I went to Coachella, uh, <laughs> and I remember I was in the middle of this crowd, right? And like everybody was like smashed or whatever. And I remember this girl bumped into me, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I was like, "No worries, it's all good." She was like, "Wow, your shirt's it's really soft and nice." She's like, "Where'd you get it from?" I was like, "Oh, I got it from Target." And this dude was like, "Yo, you got your shirt from Target?" <laughs> I was like, yeah. He was like, yo, they got some fire, right? I was like, yeah, they got wow. fire. And then like everybody was like, yo, I got shirts from Target too. And like everybody was just like talking about Target shirts until Doja Cat came on. It was hilarious. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I guess Target to move. Huh? Yo, Target to move, yo. I'm just saying, man. I'm throwing out free publicity for Target. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got like, I, it was funny. I was, I shouldn't even say this whole line, but I was going through my closet. I was like, oh, I should just buy more of these shirts. And I went through my wardrobe. I was like, oh, I already own all the shirts wow. they're, they're all ready from target sponsored by target <laughs> yeah. i don't care they look nice no one's gonna say anything why am i spending a hundred dollars for people who don't even matter as long as it's not the gap right yeah and as long as your shirt and, doesn't literally have the target logo on it yeah you're like ripping it. target yeah i ain't like, doing that nah. Nah, nah, nah. I'm talking, <laughs> i buy i buy brands that's in target i don't uh, okay. i don't buy stuff Man, that says target on it store, I, I know right <laughs> like nah yeah, that's how you get rose you can buy your shit from Publix next like, like what nah. the hell? What, what's up, and uh, I, I would never do that but yeah Go to Target, get some shirts. Go to Target, go to Target get some shirts. Get some food. It's a video game. Get some video games. I say shirts, don't get the shoes. No. <laughs> um, where are we at? Oh, yeah, we're, we're at 30 now. We're at for 30. Sure, for sure. All right, all right. It seemed like this was more of a life uh, episode, but that's fine. Oh, yeah, good conversation, man. Yeah, yeah good conversation. Yeah, yeah. I love sure. this. This is what we're talking about. Uh, so, last thoughts. Uh, I went last, last. I went first last time. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I think, honestly, you if you want to, like, change things in your life you have to actually want it though mm-hmm. you have to actually want it and it's like depending on where you're at if you're comfortable and you notice it or your survival and you want to get comfortable either or it's just you still have to put it to work no matter mm-hmm. what it is but it's i think it's just you know like 
you know, if you need to find that lesson or inspiration from something, that's good. But it's actually still doing something about it. And if you don't actually do anything, 90 times you're passionate about it, you're probably aware about the situation, but you have to take action. So I think if anything, doing something to change your life, just a little bit a day, it's going to probably go a long way in the journey of improving your overall situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, it's just like, as you said before, like, you got, you have to make, get, put yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable now so you'll be comfortable in the future, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, you just have to have that drive and that will to do it, man. Just be a go-getter, you know? Just, you just got to wake up, be like, hey, I want to make this money one day, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. Even if it, if, if you work on, I don't know, like starting a business or something, if you do something little for it every day, mm-hmm. I guarantee you your business will grow t- tremendously within like a month just of like just focusing on your business, whether it's just on the weekends or, or twice a week or, I don't know, four times a week, you know, you'll get there eventually, you know. Mm-hmm. You just That's have that drive. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. <clears throat> I would say uh, at the end of it, because, I mean, I totally agree with both of you, and I'd say at the end of the day, just take a chance on yourself. Like, really try to stick it out. Give yourself a month, you know, like three months to six months to a year, and really just focus on it, you know. You're going to have some highs. You're going to have some lows, you know. But like you said, like, if you if you stick in it and you just keep going, you put your energy towards it, it's nine out of ten, I think it's going to work out, to be honest with you. It may not work out to the degree that you want, but it will it will work out, you know. But you have to actually have faith in yourself to do it and just keep doing it. Yeah, even if yeah. you fail. Yeah, even if yeah. you fail, just keep doing it, you know. I started my diet like six times already. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm still going to do it. No, McDonald's sandwiches. There ain't no joke. Yo, I tell you, I had to just get rid of McDonald's and Taco Bell. I'm telling you. I had to, I had to let it go. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> That's for another topic. Uh, uh, thanks again for watching. Uh, That's it. Peace. Peace.